Raw Nation, stand up. It's time to represent the A65. No limits, no strings attached. It's just us and Tennessee sports. You are now listening to the League of Their Own. Now here is your host, Josh Snyder. What's going on, guys? Your boy Josh with the League of Their Own, and welcome to the podcast. It's a very special day today. Not really. It's just Wednesday, and uh, there's nothing special about a Wednesday. (laughs) If you are listening to us, you are either uh, listening to us on YouTube, Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts, we are on there. So go check us out on all those platforms or just continue listening to wherever you're listening to us on. This show is actually brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook. So go to audibletrial.com slash lottopodcast. Go sign up for free, no charge, get your free audiobook, and then cancel and you get to keep that free audiobook. Boom. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash lottopodcast. Go check it out. Go get your free book. And let's begin the show. On this episode of the podcast, we are going to be breaking down Georgia State Panthers versus yours truly, the Tennessee Volunteers. Yes, I know. Why are we having a breakdown show for Georgia State Panthers? Look, I'm a firm believer anybody can win on any given day. So let's not put them in our rear view just yet. Let's talk about it. Let's compare the two. And then see how it goes. So let's go ahead and we're going to start this thing off with uh, Georgia State Panthers. We're just going to run down their stats from last year and then uh, we'll take a quick peek. The Georgia State Panthers, I guarantee you, are very excited that the 2018 and 2019 season is behind them because it was a rough one. So let's take a quick look at the stats for the Georgia State Panthers. They're passing yards, 206.8 yards per game that ranked 92nd in the nation rushing yards was 171.4 ranked 62nd in the nation points for 24.1 ranked 108th in the nation points against 37.4 ranked 122nd in the nation let's compare those to tennessee's now i do love my volunteers but we did have a rough season last year let's take a look at tennessee's team stats Passing yards, 196.4, that ranks 97th in the nation. Rushing yards was 129.1, ranked 113th in the nation. Points for, 22.9, 113th in the nation. Points against, 27.9, 76th in the nation. So if you kind of take a look at it, we're right there with Georgia State Panthers. Now let's take a look at Georgia State Panthers' overall statistics. Now, I know what you're thinking. Stats don't mean a darn thing, and I agree with you because, like I said before, anybody can win on any given day. Stats don't mean jack squat. But for those people who want to hear the stats, the stat junkies that want to hear it all, I got you. Don't worry. So let's take a look at uh, Georgia State. Georgia State? Yeah, Georgia State Panthers quarterback Dan Ellington. He completed 59.6% of his passes, completing 174 of 292. Total yardage was 2,119. Average pass was about 7 yards. 12 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. Didn't turn the ball over that much. Pretty good. But he was sacked 24 times. Now, I don't know how Georgia State's offensive line is, but I know ours was pretty rough last year. 
<laughs> and let's take a look at their leading rusher, who is Dan Ellington. Their quarterback is their leading rusher last year with 159 attempts for 625 yards and five touchdowns on the ground. The next closest would be uh, Trey. Is that Trey? Trey Barnett? Yeah. Uh, Tra? No, that's got to be Trey. T-R-A? All right. If, if that's wrong, I'm an idiot. If it's right, then good. He rushed for 109 attempts for 551 yards and seven touchdowns. So they'd like to spread the rock on the ground, I can see here. They have uh, one, two, three, four, five players. Well, let's not count that. They have three players with 300-plus yards um, this past year, and then they have four other players with 100-and-something. So they like to spread the ball, obviously, on the ground. Passing is not their forte. Uh, their leading receiver was Penny Hart with 669 yards. So he did get some yardage in the uh, in the passing game. Uh, so maybe maybe I just need to retract exactly what I just said because they have a, their second re- uh, leading receiver. Well, he's not a leading receiver, you idiot. If he's second, if you're not first, you're last. The second receiver on that list was uh, next to uh, 495 yards and then 286 yards. So they they can spread the ball out. From what I from what I don't know I I'm gonna be honest I've never watched a Georgia State Panthers game I'm not gonna act like I know them like the back of my hand because I don't <laughs> I don't so let's take a look at their defense uh, their defense um, is there much defense their leading uh, tackler was Ed Kearney sounds like an old man name Ed Kearney. With 81 uh, tackles, 81 tackles, and then they had one interception for DeAndre Applin. Applin. Boy, these they got some weird names for me. Weird names. So in reality, they had a rough season last year, and um, their stats do show that. They're, they weren't stellar, but we can't talk either. So let's jump over to Tennessee, and let's take a quick look at them compared to Georgia State, and then... Uh, We'll talk about some other stuff. So Tennessee, obviously we had Jarrett Garantano. He completed 62.2% of his passes, 153 of 246, 1,907 yards. He threw 12 touchdowns, three interceptions, and he was sacked 22 times. So both these quarterbacks have been on their back a lot. (laughs) Our leading rusher was uh, none other than Ty Chandler. Uh, 115 carries, 630 yards with uh, four touchdowns. And then Tim Jordan was right behind him with uh, 132 carries, 522 yards with three touchdowns. Now, our receiving core should be pretty good this year. I know we probably said that last year. But last year's receiving core, let's, let's just run down last year's receiving core. Marquez Callaway with 37 receptions, 592 yards. With two touchdowns. That number has to climb up, in my opinion. Those two touchdowns. They gotta give him the ball more. Or if if they ever get in the red zone. And we didn't score a lot, obviously, so that's probably why. Josh Palmer was second on that list with 23 receptions, 484 yards, with two touchdowns. Juwan Jennings, gotta get that dog the, the rock some more too. With 30 receptions, 438 yards, and then three touchdowns. And then Ty Chandler comes in behind that. So our tight end group obviously was was a little further down that list. We need to get them incorporated as well with Dominic Wood Anderson. Um, you know, we got to get some of these guys incorporated. But 
that's the receiving core. Let's take a quick look at the defense. Obviously, your leading tackler was uh, Daniel Petuli, and uh, Bryce Thompson had three interceptions last year. So, again, we had a rough year last year. Our stats show that. We were not stellar, and obviously we're looking to this 2019-2020 season, and uh, what a way to kick it off than to play the Georgia State Panthers um, 3.30 on the 31st. So uh, I'm excited for that. I can't wait for that game. Obviously, it's 20-something days now. I don't know. I don't have the calendar in front of me, and I'm not good at math on the spot. So I know 4 plus 4 is 8. <laughs> I almost messed that up. Almost messed that up. But no, um, we did our first initial breakdown of the entire season in our first episode. You can go check that out. I'll put a little uh, tag here somewhere on YouTube. Boom, somewhere, wherever you can see it. But go check that out and uh, hear what I had to say and what Tennessee was going to go this year. And uh, this was our first breakdown. And this wasn't going to be an in-depth breakdown because it is Georgia State Panthers. And I don't, I, I really don't want to spend a lot of time on, uh, on, on, what are they, the Sun Belt? I don't want to s- spend time on, yeah, the Sun Belt. I'm sorry. Forgive me, but now Georgia State might come out and uh, show a little fight. So now that I'm talking about showing a little fight, let's see what the college football game simulator <laughs> has. The 2018-2019 roster, even though I know things have changed from last year to this year, we've lost some and then gained some. Let's see what last year's um, roster will do against Georgia State in... The NCAA College Football Game Simulator, and let's take a quick look, and boom, that's not impressive to me, but that is last year's roster. It has Tennessee, the final score, 42-23. to I mean, that is kind of impressive, but if you allow Georgia State to put up 23 points on you, Tennessee's defense has an issue. Uh, Let's see how many times this was ran. It says out of 196 simulations, Tennessee wins 177 times, which is a 90% rating. Uh, Georgia State won 19 times, which is a 9% rating. Tennessee won by 20 points or more, 84 of those 177 times. And then Georgia State won by 20 points or more zero times. This is a quick little NCAA game simulator. Go check it out. It's www.ncaagamesim.com. They do basketball, football, and all that good stuff. So check it out. It'll actually break down play-by-play, which is, I don't know how they do that. It's kind of weird. Wouldn't trust that to save my life. But it's just something fun to take a look at and... uh, game simulator so go check it out so that's it guys that that's all i got for this little breakdown of georgia state panthers there's really like i said there's not much to break down but let's take a a quick uh, look at the breaking news today that i'm sure some fans are a little upset about um emmett gooden uh the juco transfer number one i think he was number one he was something he was ranked something we had him on the show here last year i believe it was and uh he is done for the year tore his ACL and is expected to undergo surgery next week. Tough break for our defensive line. Now we have to shuffle some things around and hopefully we can get the uh, Michigan transfer uh, Solomon 
approved and, and ready to go, but that is yet to be determined. So again, Emmett Gooden tears ACL and is out for the year. Uh, that's the Emmett Gooden was on a Netflix show, uh, Last Chance You, and then obviously came to Tennessee and and really played some some quality minutes uh, last year. Quality minutes like it's basketball. He played some quality uh, snaps last year and uh, showed up showed up on some plays, but he's going to be out. Unfortunate. But Pruitt did say he has another year left, so he can uh, he can continue to go to school and get ready to come back for next spring and next fall. So um, we hope that uh, Emmett has a speedy recovery and uh, hope all goes well with him. And another breaking news, I don't know if this is huge or major news. Now, if I butcher his last name, you got me. Nathan Nihaus? 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 He leaves the uh, the Tennessee football program, and Jeremy Pruitt says it was 100% Nathan's decision. So I'm sure you're not going to get any details of, of why he left, but unless you follow the guy personally or know him personally, but he has decided to leave the team, which it, it makes you wonder why would you all of a sudden want to leave the team when you have two and a half weeks or three weeks of until football time and you want to leave? But we, we don't know the situation with this guy. So uh, Nathan Niehaus has left. And um, that's pretty much the news coming out of practice today. Um, again, today is Wednesday. Very special day. It's hump day. And uh, Emma Gooden out for the rest of the year. And Nathan has left. I'm not even going to say his last name anymore. Nathan has left the team. So guys. This has been a quick little breakdown of the Georgia State Panthers versus the Tennessee Volunteers. It's, I mean, what am I going to do? Put them head-to-head and see who is, is has the better wide receiving core, the quarterback core, the, the running back group? I'm not going to do that because I'm sure you guys know the answer to that. And I'm sure everybody's like, why even bother making this when you know it's going to be 56-0 or 47-2 or whatever? But I like to give the benefit of the doubt. And like I said before, and I'll say it again, any team can win on any given day. So I got to give our opponents some respect. You know they say always respect your opponent, right? Always respect your opponent. So I did that (laughs) a little bit. Um, Even though we're kind of evenly matched, it looks like. So we'll find out on the 31st. And that game is, what, 3.30? A 3.30 game. Boy, I can't wait. Hopefully the weather has uh, calmed down a little bit as far as the 100-degree temperatures and humidity and all that fancy shindig. So I hope that uh, I get to attend that game. I don't know if I'll be able to go to that game, but uh, I might just stay at home and watch it. Who cares, right? (laughs) So hopefully we get that win on the first day. And that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast, guys. Thank you for listening wherever you're from and however you listen to us, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcast. And remember, we're available on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our live shows start on Facebook the first week of the college football season, so come back, check us out, facebook.com slash Podcast. Come interact with us live on Facebook. This last segment has been brought to you by ScoreBig. Guys, you want dirt cheap tickets? I'm talking about... NFL tickets, concert tickets, or even college football tickets. Yes, Tennessee Volunteer tickets are on here. Click the link in our description, or if you're listening to us on audio, go to the description and find that link. 
click on it, get a discount, go to Score Big, get your tickets there. And remember, as always, 